Oh, I pressed the wrong button. Now. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Mortgage Marketing Podcast with me, Ash Borland. And today we're joined by David Coleman, but I'm going to call him Dave for the rest of the show. Um, yes. Dave, mate, welcome to the show. And I'm going to keep that in because I pressed the wrong button and the technical. I was like so ready for it and then I just lost it. Dave, mate, welcome to the show. Super glad to have you on. Thanks so much for having me, mate. It's great to be here. It's, and we finally got it because we this was scheduled before and then um, had some internet issues. So absolute pain. So Dave, mate, for people who don't know, because I don't like to do the whole like read your bio and all that rubbish. I'd rather learn the real story behind you. So for people who don't know who you are, please just give us a bit of backstory as to who you are, what you do and um, how you got into the into the industry. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So officially David Coleman, but Dave, <laughs> uh, head of sales at Positive Lending. Positive Lending are a uh, master packager, broker, however you want to label us. We're actually a lot more than that. Um, but we, we are situated in the market to help out uh, independent and financial advisors, intermediaries, brokers with specialist lending. Uh, and we've never been busier. Yeah, we cover, we're a multi-product solution business covering off second charge mortgages, bridging development, commercial, and then your specialist mortgages. So anything outside of the mainstream vanilla stuff. Um, and with the way the market is that's going on at the moment, with the main market is at the moment and what's going on, uh, there is a lot of business to be done. Uh, and I'm speaking to a lot of brokers, which is which is great. That's what I'm employed to do. I love it. No, it's definitely, I can see there's, there'll, there'll be a lot of demand for it as we were, we were chatting about this off air, how much stuff is changing. So Dave, how did you get into the industry? Are you like, what's your kind of background before you ended up where you are now in specialist lending, but how did you yes. get into the industry? I started off, uh, I can't remember the date, but it's probably about 18, 19, uh, a company called loans.co.uk, which is okay. based in Watford, uh, which was situated right next to iGroup G money for people that have been in industry. They'll recognize those names. Um, and I was there for, I think three, four years. Great, great place to work at the time. Very young, uh, employment staff and, and so on it, and business was booming as well back then uh, and then moved on to a smaller boutique uh, brokerage in Watford as well and then the credit crunch happened and uh, everyone was out of work overnight literally <laughs> um, I think the problem with with Watford and Hertfordshire sort of around there there was an abundance of brokerages and finance houses and lenders all situated on top of each other so you know th- that that area was saturated with people that were looking for employment um, and we've had very little shops still open to employ people. So um, I kind of pondered around a little bit for what to do, what not to do, and then decided um, I need to get out of here. So got into DJing. Um, oh, lovely. Yeah, which was good. I, I'm still doing that. I've actually got my own night that I'm, I'm doing on Saturday, this Saturday in oh, London, wow. East London. Um, so, yeah, Henry's going off to his uh, to his aunties. And, um, yeah. yeah, I'm going to be in a club until four o'clock in the morning. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm buzzing for that, to be fair. Uh, yeah, if you're week. DJing, are you on the same? Um, yeah, Jamie Pritchard on here. I know you know Jamie because I saw yeah. your post. He's another one. You all seem to be doing DJing in this industry. That's right, great, Jay. <laughs> Jamie's doing some good bits. He's doing some really good production. I'm hoping actually we're going to have a little mix up together next week when we um, we see her, see each other ahead of an event. But um, yeah, he's <laughs> he's doing some really good production. Great guy as well. 
but yeah, I think for me doing the doing the nights like I'm doing on Saturday, we'll we'll do them maybe bi monthly. But it helps keep my foot in the door with the music and still play. I mean, look, I can't be in a club until four o'clock in the, every weekend. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to everyone. I've never appreciated my sleep more than ever, especially with a nine month old baby. So um, well, I know that pain, mate. I'm, I'm, mine was he's sixteen months. So the nine months that's the shift. That's the bit. Yeah. I don't know. Like the the nine month is where they start to become like just start becoming little people. That's and it, it all goes downhill. It's amazing. At the, I think there's a shift. I don't know if you're finding this, Dave, where like all of a sudden you love them more than you ever loved them before, but you're like, just shut up because yeah. they become like a person and it doesn't get better. <laughs> oh, mate, he's, 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 got, he's got all the teeth coming through at the moment. Yeah. And um, last night he was he goes down to bed about 7 o'clock. I went to bed at about 10 o'clock last night. I was like, right, I'm done in. Um Mum was in in London out having a couple of drinks with her mate, so I was like, right, I'm I'm taking care of him tonight. And uh, he just let off when I went to bed, and the, the cries were coming out, the screams were getting out. So I was like, I can't do anything. So literally got him back down to sleep, and then it was three thirty this morning. So right, let's get up, let's have a bit of feed, get him settled down again. Then it was five o'clock this morning, and then it was like, oh, let's let's get up for work. Brilliant. <laughs> well, your post is five thirty a.m. or something. Oh, was it? Mate, it's all of it. It's uh, I mean, that's the daily occurrence at the moment. I'm, I'm even getting up at five because it's Henry or I'm getting up at five to travel to somewhere in the UK to go and do an event. So, um, yeah. It's funny how you can function, though. I'm sidetracking you and I'll let you back. But it's funny. And the people, because like, we've all been dads or mums, listen to this. Yeah. It's weird how you can function on no sleep with that scenario, isn't it? Like, it's weird yeah. how you just keep going. You think you just give up and it's like, no. You just keep going. <laughs> you just keep on going. Absolutely. I mean, to be fair, my my bedtime has has crept forward by a good couple of hours every <laughs> night, and I'm not even ashamed to say it. But um, yeah, it's a uh, it, it's is what it is. But yeah, it will get better one day. One day it will. And that it day will. is. Who knows? That <laughs> phase, it will pass. What they say, it's a phase, and it will pass. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. So so you're. So you're saying you're in music. I, de- I, de- I de- derailed you. So you you got into DJing. Yeah, so I was DJ. I mean, look, I, I was DJing for probably over 10 years um, wow. in and around London, uh, Ibiza as well, which is great. I still, one of my best friends lives and uh, works in Ibiza. I've got my stag doing Ibiza in July. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it was a really good time. Um, so yeah, I, I DJed uh, sort of in and around London, Ibiza for a couple of years. And then I was like, actually, I probably need to get a proper job. Not the DJ, it's not a proper job, but it was one of those where the realisation was I'm not going to become Cole Cox. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was doing I was doing very well. Don't get me wrong. I was playing in a lot of great places, but um, I needed a steady revenue coming in. Uh, and so, so, yeah, I ended up going into insolvency uh, because obviously the, that was the market. Um, yeah. And, yeah, when it went into that and I was there for doing that for about eight years, I think. Um, and actually what then turned around is the market started recovering and actually lending started coming back and, and finance was more readily available and more attractive. And the traction on that side of where I was working kind of fell out. Um, and actually that a company of probably, it must have been 70 odd people. They ended up making 90% of them redundant. Um, and then I took voluntary redundancy, um, took a little bit of time out. And here we are. I'm back. So, um, yeah, we're in the industry. And at, at the time, I didn't actually know that the, you know, I suppose the specialist lending world had kind of bounced back to where it was. Um, and that was, what, nearly five years ago, five and a half years ago. Um, yeah, and got got back into it. Uh, uh, 
former colleague and friend of mine who actually employed me at the time um, brought me in and said, look, I've got a proposition for you. You need, you need to get back into this. It's, yeah, it, it's where it's at. And I uh, haven't looked back since. So, yeah. I love it. That's such a good yeah. story. It makes more context. The reason why I like to know people's stories is that brokers and, and people in the industry, specialists, lending, BDMs, all the stuff, we all, are we, we get looked at, and I don't know if you ever feel this way, Dave, but people look at you and they just think finance guy, and then they just write it off. <laughs> Yeah. And usually what I find is, because I was the same, you know, my background is in performing arts, yet when I was a broker, no one would know that. And then it's one of these things where you start to realize with yourself, like you can piece things together and go, okay, so, and I've got all questions I want to ask you about that. And there's loads of stuff we'll ask as we go through, but you start to realize that all of these people, especially really successful people in the industry, have got usually some form of um, public facing background. So your yeah. DJing really doesn't shock me at all, which is why I was like, Ah, the same way, similar with Jamie. So I want to ask you about LinkedIn, really, if I'm honest <laughs> with you. Like that's the one that I, I'm super impressed with. It's the thing that I found very interesting. Um when I was listening to your episode with Craig Skelton on the Mortgage Broker Broadcast, and there was some of the stuff you were saying that um one I agreed with and some I didn't, and not in a bad way, in a way of like, oh, that's a different way of looking at it. And there's never wrong or right, it's just a different way of approaching. So I, I was, that's why I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to have you on because I think it's good to hear different takes. So LinkedIn, how are you so good on it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, the honest answer is I don't know. However, I do have marketing gold. I have a beautiful baby boy. I've got a gorgeous dog. Um, I've got a, a gorgeous partner or fiance, or not that she appears much because she's very shy. She doesn't actually like going on it. Um, apparently a lot of people like Lego. Who knew? Oh, yeah. I love um, Lego. Yeah. Everyone and, loves Lego. Yeah, and, and, um, you know, Sheeran like, made that popular again. That's <laughs> it. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I like cooking and everyone likes good food as much as people don't like foodie pictures, but, uh, people, people like good food. So I've got a lot of good content to share. But do you know what? I think it, it came about, I was using LinkedIn when I first started at Positive, um, but very, very loosely and not, you know, to its true potential at all. I really didn't know what I was doing and whatever else. Um, but, I think it really came into play when COVID hit and the lockdowns hit. And we'd actually joined up to one of the major networks in the market. Uh, and we were due to literally go out on that march and start doing all their roadshows, yeah, being invited along to meet all their members and so on like that. And obviously, we couldn't do anything. Everyone was locked up at home. So um, I had a task of calling around loads of people to say, hi, this is Dave from Positive. And they're like, who's Dave? Who's Positive? What? <laughs> um, <laughs> I had a very hard job on my hands. So I thought, you know what? Right, we need to do this. And and LinkedIn was just, again, you know, you're stuck at home. Mm. You're doing weird stuff that, that was all brand new to us, whether it was, you know, whatever the scenario was. And, and the weather was brilliant, wasn't it? So there was loads of stuff you could you could post about that ordinarily you'd be like, why are you talking about this stuff? But obviously it was happening to everyone in the world. So, um, yeah. I just wanted to quickly interrupt the show. I'm actually a big fan of Instagram and some of you will know this already. So if you are not following me on Instagram yet, please do. If you're a broker, follow me. It's at Ashball and drop me a direct message. Tell me that you like the show. I mean, even just screenshot this and tag me into a stories and I'll give you a shout out and I'll follow you back because I love Instagram. I love to see what you guys are up to. I love to um, share extra content on there that's not inside these podcasts. And I, I do a lot on Instagram. So go and check out the Instagram there at Ash Borland. The link again is in the show notes. Now let's get back into the podcast. So that's the thing with LinkedIn then. So 
because I, I love that that take. So you were new to it, because so so I, just to give it some context to it. So I um one of my mate my my long term clients is a woman called Carla Edwards, and she does a lot on LinkedIn. And she, um, she's amazing. Her videos are brilliant. Yeah, yeah, so she was one of my very first clients. We still work together now, have done every week to the bane of my life, and she knows that because I say that every time. And I love her like family. Um, but she's another one does link well on LinkedIn. And I, I, it was a similar time. So the reason why I'm asking you, wanted to ask you is like, so you jumped onto LinkedIn. What made you decide to, to go at it the way you would like to really take it seriously? I know you say it was COVID, but the, your, your, your reach on LinkedIn, your presence on LinkedIn is very, very big. It, doesn't just come from being like a roadshow. So what what was the shift? Where was that? Where did you start to go? This thing could, this could be bigger than because there's not many of you doing the way you do it. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I'm I'm a fairly open book, which you know, if you if you've yeah, yeah. Of, <laughs> like, yeah. you know everything about me, what that I want you to know about. So it's one of those. But um, there's not a lot that I'm I'm shy about or don't like sharing. So, but I think that in the job <laughs> I'm in. It's all about relationship building. It's all about personality. It's all about getting to know people. COVID and lockdown took all that away. Yeah, you couldn't go and see someone. You couldn't shake someone's hands. You couldn't see the white of their eyes. You couldn't do all the stuff that you you uh, you know uh, look to achieve as part of the role you're doing. And and building relationships ends up in in doing business. So I just thought, you know what? I've got no real. I've got email. I've got a phone. Obviously, I don't know how to use both of those. But um, people can get to know you. And it's and it is a platform where you could put stuff up about yourself. People are either going to like you or they're not. Unfortunately, that's the world. No, no one's ever going to like you 100 percent of the time. I don't think I want everyone to like me 100 percent of the time. Um, and you can put yourself out there, and the people that do like you will you'll connect with, as you do in 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 the real world. You know, the people you get on with, you become friends with. The people you don't, you tend to shift away from them, shy away from them, because you're on different paths or you're different people. So that was that was the real thing about it. And actually. During the lockdown bit, I probably did post a bit more about what was going on with work because a lot of it was all virtual and that was a novelty at the time. Well, what was Zoom? What was Teams? No one was using this stuff. This is brilliant. I'm doing another Teams meeting. When I do a Teams meeting, now I'm like, oh, another Teams meeting. Another Teams meeting, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but back then it was like, wow, what is this crazy thing called Teams? Um, so it, it was all relevant around that. But then, you know, putting more stuff up about, you know, my my crazy hair growing inside because no one could get a haircut. And then just, you know, people fought into it and I was like well, this is amazing brilliant so yeah it's just um personality really I think and that's what that's what works and was there uh did you have any formal training on it was there like would, would, were you watching people like who who inspired you in so because you're doing so many things very well that's why and so that and there's a lot of people out there that train this stuff so I was just interested like do you do you consume any content around it are you someone who listens to podcasts around the marketing space around the like yeah, no, I'll be completely yeah. honest. So no training whatsoever. Um, nice. I don't listen to enough podcasts considering the amount of time in the car now, uh, which is something <laughs> that I, mean, I need to start doing. I've actually started doing it, and which is really good because it passes the time with the radio. is absolutely horrendous. Um, but it's, yeah, you, you take inspiration for other people on there. Um, so there's there's a, a lady called Michelle Fleming. She's on there. She's really She does really good posts. Um, and obviously we've got the, the LinkedIn queen, Leah, and she's she's amazing yeah and you take inspiration from these people and then their content but the way they format it and the way they you know they're, they're doing so on and then you know you look at who they're connected with and and who's connecting with them and so on like that and yeah i always want to connect with people that's in our industry you know the specialist end of the mortgage world the insurance world because we're all part of the same industry 
But by the same token, there's so many people I'm connected with that are completely different walks of life or, you know, in another country or whatever it may be, but great people. Um, so, and it, it's just ever evolving and ever growing. But I think that the one thing I have found, which actually I've, I'm going to contradict myself on what I'm saying here, actually, but I've kind of time. Time is, yeah, is, is to just be open and, and be yourself. Don't overthink it. Don't do, you know, don't go into overdrive on it. It's, it's just post what you want to do. And, and people will either like it or they won't. And if people don't like it, it's not the end of the world. And if people do like it, it's, you know, well, you've, you've said something or posted something that resonates with them. See that—that's the bit that I wanted because I'm just trying to like this with this episode is very much talking about the way you're doing it, and I just want to like dissect it in a good way. But I love it because that's where I say, you know, where I was like, I'm not sure I agree, and I do. It's not I don't agree. It's that that's the thing I was waiting for you to say, which is what I wanted you to say is that with LinkedIn, it's very different to any other social platform at the moment. It really does react differently. So that thing that you just said about like sharing and this is for advisors to understand sharing stuff on LinkedIn just does seem to be the best approach. Like the, and from someone who is somebody who like does deep marketing strategies, I work with firms. We're looking at like 18 month, two year um, authority building plans going after different, you know, SEO strategies. LinkedIn has none of it. It is literally stories and real life things. Yeah. And then that's where, like, I find it very hard. I find it really hard to be to try and be interesting all the time. So how do you how do you how do you become interesting? How do you like decide what you're going to post? Because well, that's the that's I the mean, thing that is difficult. Yeah, no, totally. And and do you know what? It was a week or two ago. Oh, I mean, work is ridiculously busy at the moment, and I'm by no means complaining about that. It, but it's just work's busy. But I'm going to complain anyway. I love when you go. Yeah. It's really busy. I'm not going to complain, but let me just complain for five minutes and then. <laughs> you know, it works. It works absolutely turbo, which I love because it means all the all the effort and everything we're putting in is 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 being sort of received mm. well and actually turning into business, and that's what we're here to do. Um, but also, we're we're planning a wedding. And I say we, the royal we. Actually, my fiance is doing most of that. Shame with <laughs> me on my part. Um, and we're about to move out of the house because we're going to get the whole house ripped apart and renovated. Um, so there's a lot going on, plus a nine-month-old Henry thrown in the mix. So um, I've always got something to talk about or, or something that resonates. And I think what what really LinkedIn, what works with people or what people relate to is real-life stuff. Yeah. So when I'm like, do you know what? I've been up since 2 o'clock this morning with Henry because he's just been kicking off someone else or somewhere will go, oh, I remember those times, or that's just happened to me. Or it wasn't two o'clock, but it was four o'clock and it happened to me. And those kind of things, they go, oh, actually, this, this person's a human. And funny enough, actually, at an event yesterday, I was sitting down afterwards in one of the breaks, chatting to uh, another industry uh, friend, and um, she was like, I remember when you'd done a, a team, funny enough, a Teams meeting, uh, straight after Henry was born. She was like, I can't believe you're on it, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but the amount of conversations I have, that start with, I don't know you, but I know your son, Henry, or I feel like I know your son, Henry, or I know your dog, Gus, or, oh, my God, that Titanic is amazing, or whatever it may be, you know, um, or I love the fact that you DJ at the gym or you do this or whatever, and it's, they're, they're the icebreakers, and I think when when you go and meet someone or, you, you know, you go, you've met them a few times, they're the, all the things that you end up talking about. Um, you know, I, if, if you have an hour meeting with someone to do business, you probably got half hour, 40 minutes of that just talking 
about your general stuff and you know, what's going on, what you're up to, what you've been up to, what's good, what's bad. And then the last 20 minutes of it is business. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's where it's done because, you know, once people know you and they trust in you and actually you, you realise you're, you're like-minded with other people, well, then people buy into that. And, you know, I think LinkedIn allowed me to have those meetings from afar without having the meetings, if that makes sense. And have you found that there's a like a now a definite direct response to business with your LinkedIn presence? Because that's something we found with Carla. Because I've got clients doing different ones in different platforms. Carla's on LinkedIn, Craig's on podcasting, Anisha's on TikTok and Instagram, and it all they all do their own things, but they're all working. We found with Carla, it took like a year. We it was, it, and this is why it's interesting to hear your take. Is it took like a year? We we saw it building. But then it took like literally a year before we saw a direct like people going, I have followed you and I want to work with you. Like, And we didn't have that for the first year. There were people like, oh, we've heard of you or whatever. But now it's very much like followed you for a year. Here's my money. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I don't know if is, have you seen a similar thing with LinkedIn? Yeah, I mean, I, I get. Uh, a handful of inbox inquiries or or recommendations a week um but they're just organically come in i mean our, our business is built off um introductions from the intermediary market or or um, yeah. ifa market anyway but then off the back of that you know what's really more interesting is that there's a whole load of people than there that don't interact with your post necessarily but i'll get an email going oh i hope you're not so tired today i hope that coffee kicked in or whatever and i'm like i don't know who this person is and i'll go on there um and sometimes we're not even connected it's obviously just come up in their feed or whatever and i'm like well we're connected now but they're sending me an inquiry off the back of what they've seen and again it's that that introduction is not i hope this email finds you well it's like i hope henry's doing okay never met how do you find that how do you find that the reason why i ask ask that and given context i thought i'd love it i want to go to dive onto the dj thing in a bit but i thought i'd be good with dealing with that um, when I first started, because I've been making content since 2017 in the kind of mortgage space, and I thought it'd be fine. I find it super uncomfortable when people know, <laughs> when people say, say, Ash, I love what you do. Like, so I was going to wonder how you find that when someone's, because you, because I don't put my kids on there because of the, not in a bad way. I just don't have my kid or my dog on there. Yeah. But it's, in, this is one of the things, but I was just, because, because I'm quite a private person. So I found it interesting how, how you find that when people approach you, do you go, is there something in you that goes, this is fine. Or are you like, this is really weird that you know a lot about me and I don't know who you are. I still get freaked out. So last time <laughs> was, was, was a good example. So the, the industry events were able to go on. So, Oh yeah. All yeah. The, all, oh my gosh. It's going to be yeah. terrible. Cause yeah, everyone like, will know you. <laughs> well, no, cause I'm like, and you still get it now. I mean, it's crazy because people you're at events and you're like, I've spoken to this person. I'm sure I've spoken to this person. But yeah. Everyone's LinkedIn photo doesn't really relate to what they look like in real life. Are they tall? Are they small? Are they big? Are they large? Whatever, whatever, all that kind of stuff. So it's like, you, you don't really know until you actually see someone in the flesh. But I remember sitting at an industry award, probably half cut because it was like yeah, we're on the final end of the end of the night and someone come up to me and they were like oh my god so I talked to me about something and I was like how the hell does this person know all this stuff and then I clicked and I was like you idiot you posted it <laughs> they know it because you've told them it and I'm like ah oh. so every now and again it catches me out and I'm like oh that's great but yeah I think overall it's I mean I I don't I wouldn't I would never post anything that I'm not comfortable posting about um and there's there's still a whole lot of stuff that I don't and keep private but um but overall, you know, 
the stuff I do, I'm, I'm comfortable with. So it's, yeah, it's, it's more that it's it, like the comfortable stuff I get, and I agree, I agree, and I actually love what you do. So I think it's really clever. But it is an interesting one, is that no one can experience it until they genuinely experience it. Is this feeling of like, and I imagine being a celebrity, I couldn't think of anything worse. I remember being at my network when I was in this mortgage broker, and we talk about this on one of the episodes that's coming up. It's it would have been gone by now, but it's not out yet. Um, with a guy called Thomas Honor, who's a good friend of mine in the uh, mortgage industry. Yeah. And me and him were like one of the first few to make videos. And we went to, we were, we were, our network was HLP at the time. And I remember we sat, we were at an event like that thing, like at an awards of it, it was a whole thing. And we were sat there and the person behind us, like this reached over and tapped us on the shoulder and went, hi, you don't know me. I recognized your voices because you're on this podcast and you're it's Ash and Tom, isn't it? And I was oh, like, nice. and we were like, uh, yeah. And she was like, can I have a photo? And we were like, what the heck? That was the first time we were both like, uh, okay. This is and then and then it's when they're talking to you and it's like, and the worst thing, I don't know if you ever do this, David, you just said how they know them. The stuff, the problem that because you do a lot of content. You do a lot of content, and that's what I love about that. I'm a big advocate of a lot of content. The problem when you do a lot of content is you don't remember what you've said. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That is the worst. People go, Do you know when you said that thing? I was I was following, I get my you're following this thing, and it's the five tips that you know you more every podcast should do. And do you remember them? And I'm like, excuse the language, you got no fucking idea. No idea what five tips they are because on the day today, my five tips would be very different than they were then. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, I, it, I, I, I'm ironically get like a little bit awkward when people are like, oh, yeah, it's the LinkedIn guy because I get called that a lot. When I, and I don't think I'm that at all. I mean, there's, there's people out there that are way bigger than what I'm doing and whatever else. I, I do what I do and it, it works. Simple very as good. It's doing very um, well. So I'm going to call you the LinkedIn guy now. Make no, sure mate, yeah, but, it's, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's quite funny because I'm at things and they're like, oh, can we get a photo? Can we get a photo? Which, which I love because they're, they're actually people I know and, they, and, and they're using it for their own purpose to put onto LinkedIn and actually grow their presence. It's good for you as well. Amazing, because it, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, goes exactly. together. So it works. It, it, it works for everyone. But yeah, it is, it is weird sometimes. You do get caught off guard, and you're like, "What? What's going on here?" And then do you, you realize. Do you, <laughs> do you do the content? Do you do any videos at all, or are you just purely on pictures? And no, I, when, I've, when I've gone through, I couldn't find money videos. So I was just yeah, no, I, I've not. I don't think I've done one video, um, which is well, makes sense why I couldn't find one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm just not comfortable doing it. I'm not confident doing it. Mm. Uncomfortable is probably unfair, but I'm just not confident doing it. And it's one of those where I'm kind of like, I don't think I, I can. I've tried to do it a few times. Um, but then I, I that's one thing that I really start overthinking it. And I need to take my own advice and go, don't overthink it, just go with it. But my brain won't click into to gear to do that. And I'm like, I end up throwing my phone across the room because I'm like, right, I've had enough. <laughs> I, the reason why I asked that, there's loads of things, but I think... um there's a there's kind of a beauty in not doing it i personally i'm a video guy yeah but i do think like you know if, if people the guys listen to this you go and check out um dave's like pod, uh, podcast dave's um linkedin you'll see it's doing very very well and i actually think that um you should do what you can do day in and day out not what you think everyone else should and that's why i was asking that question because i do video because i am dyslexic and don't like like I would not want to do like the writing. I find that very, very like yeah. hard. I probably feel the way that you all feel about video. It's like a no. Whereas actually, as a, someone who's an ex performer, it's like just turn on the camera and I'll just talk. I'm really not that fussed about what I say. Yeah. So I think it's really important for the listeners to hear that because I think it's important to. I don't think you need to be on video. That's why I was going to say like if it's not broke, don't fix it. Do you know what I mean? 
yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I just post about what's going on uh, and what's going on in my life. So, you know, you can probably expect pictures of renovations and stuff coming up on the house and all the rest of it and probably falling out with the mother-in-law or something like that as over the next four <laughs> months or five months. But um, no, joke, joking aside, but like, but yeah, it's just, it's whatever's happening. And, and you know, I, I had a week or so ago, um, I, was, I started saying it was really, we're really busy with everything. And I just had a mental block and I started actually stressing myself out about, I need to post something. I need to post something. And I just couldn't go. It just didn't flow. And I thought, you know what? I'm just not going to post until it comes back. And I don't, I don't think I posted for two, three days. Funny enough, the world carried on turning, and no one actually noticed. And I go, <laughs> and I and I and I came back on, and then uh, as it as it tends to happen, just as my eyes are closing, ready to go to bed, and I'm I'm super tired. I get an idea. It's like right, get your notes out, put that down, and do that tomorrow. Um, and then and that was it. And I posted, and and now I was back, and my mojo was back, or whatever. But um, yeah, it's it was weird having that bit because I was I, my brain was just overloaded with everything. All the tabs were open, and I was like, I just need to step away. I think you have to at times though you do like do do you find um do you, so do you have like you said you wrote down stuff then do you have um like an idea list then do you make do you create idea lists or is it like purely just when it's off the cuff whatever I'm thinking it's a, yeah I mean the ideas do come into it um yeah. so for tomorrow I've got an idea that I want to post about uh the event that I'm doing um which is this will be out weeks after tomorrow so don't worry everyone can can flick back and find it (laughs) um which is actually ironically a video of me although i'm not filming myself someone else is filming me but dj um but yeah just again it's just about that and sort of how you know my thought was what what has this got to do with linkedin are people going to relate to it or do you know what funny enough there's so many people i posted about a record bag some time back that i found old school record bag and the amount of people in the industry that inbox me going oh my god I remember them days do you remember going to this club did you go to that club so again it just resonates and I was like right this this is going to relate to a lot of people because the last time I was properly DJing in the club or the club we're going to be holding the event at was probably three four years ago now because of everything that's been going on so um so yeah, it's mad, and I thought you know that, that's great. Uh, I've got another one lined up for Sunday because I'm expected to feel a little bit wounded. So again, that's a nice, easy, easy content to put through, um, and yeah, and that's it. And then yeah, if I get really stuck, I just pull out the boy Henry because he's gorgeous and beautiful, and everyone loves everyone it. loves it. Oh, they do. So, yeah. It's like uh, clickbait gold. Oh, he, honestly, he is. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, my my fiance, she pretty much is responsible for all the photographs taken so i can't take any credit for that she's she's amazing at capturing the moments but she just throughout the day she's just picking me photos and i'm like oh this is just, just brilliant this is marketing gold. <laughs> <laughs> i love that yeah. have you um so have you found that your linkedin and that's my kind of final question before we round this one out but have you found that linkedin um your company have started to embrace it more on a professional level because you're doing well with it how's has that have you noticed that anyone else around like and and it's okay if they haven't it's just curious because sometimes i find when when an individual does well within an organization people go oh we could probably take this a lot more seriously because it's different when someone you know has done it it's a do you know what i mean yeah i mean i think there's i i remember hearing back sort of a while ago and, and a few people actually in the industry said oh i don't know if you should be doing so much personal stuff with the company gonna like it and whatever yeah, our company and our CEOs, he's fully behind it. Um, 
he's like you do whatever I don't, and listen i would never do anything detrimental to the business or whatever it would be in my best interest and i have no interest in doing that about that either so everything would always be positive excuse the pun uh but you know towards <laughs> towards what it is but it's um now he fully embraces it and, it and is behind it and the business does as well yeah we've got our own platform social media platform as such um that we put stuff out it is all business stuff um but I think it comes down to, which I think probably is where I was, the confidence to actually do it. Um, and that's an easier thing said than done, because until you start yeah. doing it, you don't get past the hurdle of being confident because you're worried about what people are going to say, think. But I'm now of the opinion that yeah, if someone doesn't like it, well, that's absolutely fine. Like I think you said, I don't know if we were on air when we talked about this or not, but you agreed with some stuff and didn't agree with other stuff. Do you know what? That's brilliant. And we're adults and we could say that and talk about it without falling out. Oh yeah, and again, when I say I agree, like, and I said it on here, on here, and and just to clarify, because I don't know, it's it's not so much the agree. When I said it, I was like, no, that's probably the wrong way to say it. It's I. So I have a really interesting, like, from a, a method I have followed, and um, so with because I'm very much into marketing and psychology, and I I believe the method I teach is that you do you you talk about one thing and you talk about it every single day, and you don't share peripheral things like family or friends yeah. uh, for a long time. Now you do once you, once you've got them hooked on what you do. Um, and so that was where, when I was listening to you with Craig, I was like, that's, I wouldn't, I, if, if someone was coming to me and that's why I wanted you on, because I was like, because I need, people need to understand there are lots of ways of doing something. And so that's what, like in a good way, uh, like if, so if, you, yeah, if yeah. someone, someone yeah. came to me and said, I'm going to post about my kid, my dog and my, I'd be like, as much as you want to, I would advise not to because, but, and that's why I wanted to ask about the business side of things, but it's different. And that's, what's really interesting having you on now is what you're, you're doing it to build a personal brand. So it builds this brand around you. Well, that is you. So that is the message that you're trying to get across. You're trying to get across who you are. Very different when brokers come along and they want to be the, what the go-to broker in their area. Yeah really you're doing the same thing the more i've listened to you you're doing the same thing i would advise anyways not it's not you're not pushing the lending you're pushing you and then it's a good do you know what i mean so it's actually think, the I same think, thing i think that's the thing so you know the, what we do as a business i can only do if people get me in the door if i can yes. get in the door and the amount of times the people which which this is one thing that i do really love about the social media element is they walk in and go oh, you're just like you see them online you know you yeah. are that person there's it's not a facade it's not whatever you are you are that guy you are that person you're just like a nice bloke do whatever blah blah and and actually again like i say no it's about the relationship and if you've got the relationship well then business comes off the back of that and yeah whether you're a broker trying to get more clients to come to you or whatever people will buy people um yes that's it you know so absolutely no that's what i mean i actually don't disagree with anything you do now i've understood more about what you do um and it was never a disagree like this i every one of my friends i'm friends with some like massive youtubers in the u.s and they all do things i wouldn't do and i do things <laughs> they wouldn't do you know like that's the whole idea there's more than many ways to can't say that so there's more than many ways to skin a cat but you can't say that anymore in this <laughs> I'm, I'm vegan i can't say that that's terrible um so but yeah dave mate um if any people want to learn more about you connect with you where's the best place for them to go 
Get on LinkedIn. Find me. Find me. That's it. It's uh, it's all there. Um, to be fair, I, I mean, I'm, I'm on Instagram. On I'm on Facebook. I don't really use Facebook much anymore. Um, it's does. More for, yeah, exactly. It's, it's I've still got it. Instagram. Yeah, more photos of, of Lego and and food and Henry. Um, probably a few more of my fiance as well on there. But but yeah, find us on LinkedIn. Come say hello. Drop us a message. Give us a wave. Give us a comment. Give us a like. Don't do anything. Lurk in the background. It doesn't matter. <laughs> There's a lot of cool stuff. I'm going to talk to you about the Lego stuff after. This. This air after this yes, because definitely. otherwise everyone will tell me off for talking about lego i get told off when i talk about anything star wars or anything like that because in the show people always oh, go that's that's into the there's a, all right let's run this out dave thanks mate for coming on the show and i'll speak to you in the green room one second thank you mate cheers buddy.